Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, Crying Johnny, Zach Main, and I'm here with... I'm, uh, I didn't come up with a cool name, so... Alex Beardsley. Call me Barnacle Boy or something, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, great to be back here with... Episode 6 of the Striped Sweater Podcast, covering two classic episodes today, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, and Pickles. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, big fan of both of these. These are classic, right? Like, this is, I mean, we've said this in every single episode, like, oh, these are the classics right here. But, like, these really are the classics. It is, but it's funny, because we're going to get into later seasons, and it's going to be like quintessential episodes you know these are like big but they they keep getting bigger quintessential just like my main man joel gertner oh that's right you don't know no, who that i is. do know i know we met him i had to teach you who he was we met him together i well i met him before that and he's my friend and he follows me on twitter good no he's <laughs> cool i love the gimmick uh yeah no he's, he's awesome cool. ec dub yeah. Uh, Got to talk about wrestling, right? Because we're just <laughs> a couple wrestling nerds who also like cartoons. So, started yeah. in the club, moved to the hills. Uh, are we ready to drink snake blood? I think we are. Um, <laughs> there's not a whole lot to talk about this week. I mean, it's, uh, you know, what are you going to say? I don't know. We've uh, got some new equipment coming, so the quality may change. We may be able to uh, accommodate some special guests yeah. Maybe starting in the next one? Pretty pretty soon we will be having guests on this show. And hey, if you're listening to this and you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up on the internet. We will uh, give you our plugs and whatnot towards the end. But, uh, you know, because theoretically you can do podcasts through Skype and whatnot or Google Hangout or whatever the kids do these days. Yeah, uh, we will not run out of bricks. Yeah, whatever that means. You don't remember? <laughs> come on. Come on down. Bring your newborn baby. We'll pick up a brick, and we will hit that newborn baby with that brick. Is that, we will not run out of bricks. Is that from uh, Rick and Morty? Tits. Tits. I, I don't know what that Doctor, is. The Dr. Tran, remember the cough drop lady? I have no idea what you're talking about. The guy's all. like, <laughs> what are you doing selling 100% ice? People like Is this Rick and Morty? Lice. No. It's Wh- the YouTube stuff I showed us before. Oh, no. I Remember, wasn't, she's like, come on down. You can, I wasn't stra- paying you attention. can snap my suspenders. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention what? at all. I'm she's sorry. like, come on. Uh, I will slam my penis in the door of a luxury sedan. <laughs> it's funny, whatever. And then there's like the old lady in the cough drop, and they're driving to the toy store. And I did she not keeps hitting pay attention boys? to this at all. Sorry, dude. What? <laughs> You'll have to show me after we're done recording. So, uh, all right. I, I think we're ready to just dive in, really. Yeah. Because, I mean, we got a lot to talk about in these episodes. Lots of stuff go on, going on. So, uh, what do you say, Zach? Are you ready? Aye, aye, Alex. Shoutouts to Aye, aye from Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> listening to it in person. And we're back. 
You like that one? <laughs> sure, sure, Zach. You gotta whatever switch you it say. up. You gotta switch it no, up sometimes. You you have fun with it, I know. This episode is brought to you by Derek Drymon. <laughs> no, well, you can just cut that. You are you are correct. Uh so episode six A Mermaid Man a. and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this this w- is episode six, eh? Tis, tis, my friend. Uh, this aired originally on August 21st, 1999. Storyboard director is Paul Tibbet. Storyboard artist was Marco Hare. Written by those two gentlemen, along with Mr. Lawrence. Animation director, Sean Dempsey. And creative director, Double D, Derek Drymon. And we also get uh, special guests, Ernest Borgnine and Tim Conway. So just a little background on these gentlemen. Ernest Borgnine, uh, classic film and television actor. Uh, at this, at the recording of this episode, would have been in his 80, early 80s. Uh, so he was an old man, and he was taking on a lot more silly roles, as he was also in basketball around this time. Yeah, this is it, one year after basketball, where he... Had a great uh, role. I really like that movie. I know you said I've you only seen, seen it, it like once, and it was a while ago. But yeah. I love Trey Parker and Matt Stone, so it's I'm a fan. Also, Real Big Fish is in that movie. One of my favorite bands. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, he's Ted Denslow. I believe he runs the league. Uh, they play for the Denslow Cup. It's really good. We, we should watch it again sometime. So this episode opens up with uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. On the TV. Well, first it's Mermaid Man, and he's kind of zooming Superman style to the camera. Well, yeah, and just real quick, too, I just, before we, I'm not going to go too in-depth with Ernest Borgnine and Tim Conway, but they were chosen for this role because they both were on the television sitcom McHale's Navy in the 1960s. Not a show I've personally ever watched. and. Same. Probably never will. I mean, I if I really wanted to be a good boy, I probably would have watched an episode of it just to check it out. But that did not happen. So anyway, uh, that explains why they're on the show together, because that's obviously nav- a naval show uh, centered around nautical themes and what have you. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I like in this these opening shots, it's obviously uh, given that vintage style uh the vintage, like the old Batman. The vintage cartoons, the old Batman, the old like Justice League, Super Friends, mm-hmm. that type yep. of look. Uh, from which is, I think, a '60s style look. Uh, yeah, because it's always like the uh, back at the Fortress of Solitude. That's kind of like the voice. Yeah, yeah, and it's clearly uh, the voice of Plankton, Mr. Lawrence. Mermaid Man, fleet and forceful. With the ability to assemble and charge the creatures of the deep by the power of Neptune. Mermaid Man, with his young associate Barnacle Boy, fights for all creatures that live in the sea against the forces of evil. Oh no, the raging whirlpool! pretty sure that's mr lawrence that's weird because then they'd have two of his voices layered on each other at one point it's not that weird that happens all the time but i just didn't notice i guess it's a cool thing um and we see you know 
Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, we see them swimming around and doing things and doing their uh, fish call or what have you. I'm not super familiar with superheroes, but I know this is based on Aquaman, obviously. You know, first they're just flying and talking to fish. Well, I guess they're swimming, but... Yeah. Uh, then they they do the... They put on their rings and they clink them together, right? Which is a call to... The Wonder Twins? Yeah, that's what I was That's what I would sure. have said as well. The Wonder Twins, of course, were a boy and a girl. They were part of the Super Friends... Um, and mm-hmm. later would be adapted into the DC Comics universe. I remember watching the Super Friends when I was real young because yeah. somehow in the 90s they were still airing stuff from the 60s occasionally, which is crazy to think about now. But I guess it's not that crazy. Anyway, yeah, the Wonder Twins, they would clink their rings together and they could yeah, transform then, yeah. into all different kinds of shapes and stuff. And uh, one of them was water-based always. You know? I, okay, yeah, that, that does sound familiar to me. So that makes sense why they would do that. Yeah. Okay, so they clink their rings together, and then it goes to, like, this evil villain who's stealing candy from a baby in a high chair, right? Carrot. So they, Oh, is it a high chair? Yeah, the baby's stuck in the high chair, right? So he can't move, but this guy went to this baby in the middle of nowhere in a high chair. You know, it's just kind of in the middle of, like, a desert. He's a funny-looking villain, too, and I don't think he's ever seen again in the yeah. series, as far as I'm aware. Um, he's, like, got, like, a turban-type thing on, and he's wearing, like, a diaper, almost. <laughs> it's Yeah, but this is this is uh, the voice of Plankton, for sure. And then it goes to, like, the end of it, where it's like, you know, our heroes, this and that, and then Mermaid Man throws, like, a a water ball at the screen and then it ends. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see SpongeBob and Patrick in SpongeBob's living room watching us on television, which we said was probably the first time we see SpongeBob's television. It's like a really old, like you would think it would be, if you could watch TV underwater, it would be on this. It's like super metal and protective. It looks like the, uh, the classic like scuba diver helmet. Yeah. No, that's it. You know, um, that's like what it's going for. Super heavy duty, just crazy. And like those old scuba diver helmets, probably also in part due to the Scooby-Doo episode where that is a villain, just yeah. are are frightening to me. They yeah. they are just, whatever, for whatever reason, they were just looking at them even. It's like, oh my God, I would never want to be inside that. I just feel claustrophobic, you know? But yeah, I mean, technology, right? Yeah, so they're watching it, but they're also... They turn and they're dressed as crude impersonations of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Well, I mean, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't say crude. I would say they're pretty decent for I what think they are. Patrick's is kind of bad. He almost looks like a wrestler wearing uh, like scuba shoes. He's got yeah, he's got trunks on and he's wearing flippers. Yeah, he doesn't have quite the getup, but it, it is it's not bad. Yeah, no, really, it isn't bad. Like, they're having fun, and they're playing pretend. And it's funny because we are to assume that these are two grown men who live on their own, but they still like to play pretend. This is, like, the first time we really see them just playing pretend like yeah. this. Yeah, and it so uh, not everybody who actually listens has seen the show. So to describe it right, Mermaid Man has, like, a star that keeps his nose down. Yeah, he has, like, a it's starfish like, on his nose, Yeah, which basically. is funny, because Patrick is there, too. Um, he has a, that, and then he's got, like, a conch shell on his belt. Um, or not a conch shell, just a seashell for yeah. a belt. Um, 
and like then a, like mer- uh, Aquaman style leg leggings. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, his outfit is straight up ripped off Aquaman. Orange, yeah. orange top, green bottom. And then know? Mermaid or Barnacle Boy has like a like a skipper's hat, right? He's got a big nose like Squidward, but they're both human as well. Yeah, that's funny. He's got they like are... a cape. Yeah, I was kind of gonna get into it in a bit when we uh, talk more about yeah. them, but we'll we'll talk about the. I human didn't even part. really think about that. They are not fish <laughs> at all. Yeah, they're so, they're people who live underwater. That's funny. Yeah, I just want to save that talk for when we meet them as old people. Yeah, we'll there's get like there. a whole thing that okay. I feel about it. So so uh, yeah, then they turn around and SpongeBob's like, "There's evil afoot," and Patrick says. Leaping land praise. It's lamprey with an M. Oh. M. Lampreys. Uh yeah, and I looked it up. Lampreys are um an ancient extant lineage of jawless fish. Um these are like those fish that you see they have like a circular mouth and it's just covered in teeth. That's what a lamprey is. Uh it looks kind of like a uh, a leech. Yeah, a leech in a way, and it reminds me of the Pokemon line, uh, el- uh, the Electros line. I can't think of the rest of the names. It's a three-evolution line, and it's based on the electric eel, but it's definitely got some lamprey uh, involved in it as well. Yeah, so it's just a funny thing. You know, it's like like a holy Jehoshaphat's kind of well, like and, yeah, Batman jump it- style Jumping Jehoshaphat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like that. Uh, it is. You're right. Because it's like leap, leaping. Yeah, leaping, Yeah, jumping. and they say more throughout it. And it's always Barnacle Boy or Patrick being him that says it. So it's funny. We'll we'll discuss every line that they say. It's very funny, too, that, that we say it's very funny all the time. Yeah, but um, we are explaining that why things are funny. It's kind of the point of the show. Exactly right. It's like... I, you're, you're because so right. people people can't see it and really appreciate it, so we have to say, well, this is why it's funny. I don't know. Maybe it's not the right way to do it. But Maybe I think we it don't works. have to say it all the time. We can just explain it without saying that it's funny. Because yeah. anybody who understands comedy should be able to figure out why it's funny. Yeah. But shout out that's to John. Yeah. Pointing that out. <laughs> all right, John. Yeah. New drinking game. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, John. Uh, <laughs> um, so then it goes to SpongeBob and Patrick flying out of SpongeBob's house. They're like, they're pushing forward. They're not walking. They they are in a sense flying or swimming. I guess. Yeah, they're like darting. They're staying the water. still, but they're moving forward with their fists out. I'm pretty sure that's how Aquaman did it in the vintage cartoon. I, I don't know though. It's been, damn, over 20 years since I watched it. Yeah, so then they, they fly out, and then they go to Squ- behind Squidward's house, and we get a great shot of Squidward uh, with his big reflecting map type thing. What is that called? Uh, I don't know, a reflector? I don't know. Uh, yeah. A thing that people use to get a better suntan, get a more even tan. Um, yeah, and he's got sunnies on. Yeah, he's got sunnies on, but it's great. The camera literally zooms out from his crotch. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that's about like, he and why wear, that was okay. His legs are spread. His to, legs are wide on each open, side. and you literally get a close-up of his <laughs> where his crotch would be, and it zooms out from that point. Yeah. It's like... It's so strange. You're like, what? 
And he still does have a shirt on. Yeah, he's still wearing he's, his shirt. He's tanning right? with the shirt. He's trying on to tan. Yeah, he's gonna get a real even farmer's tan. Well, he always wears it, so I guess no one's gonna notice. He but. would be. I mean, if he didn't wear a shirt, he would be nude in yeah. public. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, look, it's Reflecto. It's like their evil uh, nemesis." And he just kind of like looks over and picks his glasses up, and he's like. Uh, SpongeBob. Yeah, he's used to. De- he, like, I mean, what shit are they like, doing today? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. And then they're like, you know, we got to get him. Uh, you know what this means? And uh, they, he pulls out a donut box, and Patrick just goes, "Donuts," yep. because their uh, re- their replication of yeah, their version the, yeah of the rings. The cheaper way is just to get a donut box, which has three of them in there. Uh, didn't even take out the extra. And then they each grab one, well, and then they, they're going to cling them together as rings. I think the implication is they've been hanging out all morning watching TV, and they've been eating donuts. Because, I mean, yeah. if you buy a box of donuts like that, you're at least getting a half dozen, if not a dozen. Well, that's true. But Patrick hasn't had enough, because by the time that they do the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, Unite! Patrick's donut has a bite bitten out of it, and you can hear him take it right beforehand. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, Patrick he's a is, big fatty. He's a gl- he's a glutton, as they say. Um, it's kind of funny. Did you ever think about the similarities between Rocco and Heifer and SpongeBob, SpongeBob and Patrick? No, I haven't. But I it never have. Sense. I never have until this very moment. But it's like the exact and same thing. Even the like living on his own has a pet. They have another friend. Which I guess would be Squidward. Yeah, but uh, the Filbert, turtle. They don't really have yeah. a Filbert. Right, Filbert is at least still Sandy, their friend. He's I guess. not. He's not an a hole, yeah. but he's got Squidwardish like qualities. Yeah. So then they they do the other line from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, creatures of the deep assemble, and then they uh they like <clears throat> it looks like they're trying to uh, turn Super Saiyan or they're doing a. Uh, well, they're trying to channel the uh, their their powers to summon the creatures of the deep, right? Which know? is what people look like when they were doing trying to go Super Saiyan as humans, or kind of the way that like Beavis and Butthead would rock out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's very fair to say. That's exactly it. <laughs> I do think it should be the uh, the picture of the episode. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So for good. Sure. So then they're like trying and really uh, they're just giving it. They're all trying to make superpowers happen and then a jellyfish walks by and he's like look it's working just happens to be swimming by yeah and then uh is it squidward just blows with his mouth it like just blows the thing away and they're like he's become too powerful yep and then squidward oh they put a tent over squidward yeah and he's just like but we first you just see the shadow on him and he's like, what the? And he looks, and there's a big tent. Yeah. That's the uh, the source of his power kind of thing. Now he won't become more powerful. But he gets pissed, and he destroys the tent, obviously. Yep. Then SpongeBob says, quick, Barnacle Boy, back to the sea cave. Which And, and before that, though, uh, we get another Barnacle Boy line where when after he like de- destroys it, Patrick says, jumping jellyfish. It's just mm-hmm. another. I I don't know. I like the I like the little lines. Yeah, sure. Yeah, back to the sea cave. Uh, which is funny because later it is renamed the Mermalair. 
Yeah. So this is uh, according to the wiki, the fir- the first and only time it's it's called the sea cave, but huh. obviously a reference to the bat cave. Right. Uh, the whole lore of these two gentlemen was not fully developed at this point. So yeah, Squidward's banging on the door like, "Get out here, you son of a pig!" kind of deal. That's not what he says, but it's what he's thinking. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh no, what are we gonna do?" We don't know what to do. And he's like, what would Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy do? And Squidward's just like, why don't you ask them yourself? SpongeBob says, elaborate. Like, he's still kind of, yeah. like, he's in charge and he's, you, you know. You fiend. Yeah. He's a good guy and Squidward's a bad guy still. So he's like, you know, they live at their retirement home down the on the other side of town. Yep. And apparently SpongeBob and Patrick, being huge fans, did not know that. And SpongeBob rationalizes that they must be working undercover. There's yeah. no way that they're in a retirement home. Of course, they're undercover. And then they're like, let's go see him. And then they do the ring gag again, but now the donut has two more bites taken out of it. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Good visual gag. Um, yeah, so then it like then it goes to them at the senior home. Yep, and uh, Shady Shoals Retirement Home. The very first appearance of it. It's kind of a goofy-looking building. But it looks like a lot of the other buildings in Bikini Bottom, like just the pipey metal look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I guess is like supposed to be like sunken ship parts or something in theory. Yeah. You know, like what would they be living in? You know, I guess so. I I mean, that's made out of metal. It's like Mm -hmm. they don't they can't make metal themselves, you know, like. Sure. But they could use the parts from ships and make the buildings. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That makes sense. And in that one, that big zoom out from bubble stand, we see like a a message in a bottle. That's a building. Yeah. So it's like things like that are like things that just fall to the bottom of the ocean are made into buildings. So they're at the uh, Shady Shoals and they're talking to the receptionist. Who is a dude who's a fish, right? And he's wearing a open shirt, an opened collared shirt with two pens in his pocket. Totally unbuttoned. Yeah, no shirt underneath. Yeah. Just <laughs> I just can't imagine somebody wearing that as and their he uniform. Is, uh, yeah, he's reading a newspaper and the headline says School dropout rate soars. Yeah, which is just funny, but also on the wiki, they pointed out that a school refers to fish. a school of fish, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a funny little uh, sign gag, if you will, but uh, something that I never noticed before. Yep, they're like, uh, hey, can we see Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Uh, I know that they're undercover. And he's like, yeah, yeah, undercover. And then he like opens the door to the other area. And you see all the old fish and you can, I don't think you can see them yet, but he's, he's, well, then it goes to them and it's like, there they are. Uh, and he goes, they're like all excited. And he just says, try not to surprise them. Yeah. Like he's giving them the hint, like they're actually just old senile people. Right. Like don't try any of your weird fanboy stuff. Right. 
you're gonna you're gonna upset them. Yeah. Um, and and freak them out. And yeah, SpongeBob and Patrick are like nervous and they're like giddy and like Patrick is like sweating. And, yeah. Uh, and then the guy turns away and we can see that his fin actually goes through his shirt. Yeah, I imagine that's just like an animation like shortcut. Probably they were like, no one's gonna notice this. But yeah, his yeah, fin just, just goes right through his shirt. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are sitting in front of the TV on the couch. Yeah, and they're watching an old-style TV, and it's like, it's just a jar of tartar sauce with light that is, like, pulsing almost. Yeah. No sound or anything, really, right? It's just they're kind you can, of... You can hear a voice talking, supposedly. It's, it's a commercial. It's like squeaks, Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but SpongeBob and Patrick walk in front of the TV, and Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are like, who are these guys? And then Mermaid Man's like... Oh, they're here to fix the TV. So, yeah. I mean, we're to assume that the TV is actually broken because the the image never changes on the TV. So that's maybe. But it's I all, just figured he was just crazy. It's yeah, it's either that or or the other. But to be fair, I mean, it's literally just the the same image on the TV the whole time that we see the TV. So it's like it might actually be broken. Or that's uh, what old people like, you know? They like to remember the things they used to eat as children. Sure, I mean, that could be. And tartar sauce would be like the the mayonnaise of undersea life, I imagine. Even though they use it as a swear word. They do have mayo, though, also. Right. Um, So, never mind. You know, they're just kind of introducing themselves. Mm -hmm. Kind of. They don't really explain who they are. Well, they walk in front of the TV, and SpongeBob says, are you Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Even though it's like, he knows that they are. Patrick, can you believe it? Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy in the flesh! Hey, who are those guys? Uh, are they here to fix the TV? <laughs> what do you want? Are you Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Well, we used to be, but now we're retired. <gasps> but you can't retire. There's evil afoot. What? <laughs> All I said was there's evil afoot. Evil! Will you please stop saying that? Evil! 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 Yeah, he jumps on a thing of coral, like a plant almost, and yep. he like rocks back and forth on it. Then he jumps onto a water fountain. And is just spraying the water into his own face. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. So we're led to believe here that Mermaid Man is is further gone than Barnacle Boy. Barnacle yeah. Boy is kind of like his caretaker almost. Yeah, it's kind of the common theme. So then the receptionist comes back and he's like, what the? Then he throws them out. SpongeBob and Patrick right out of the home. Well, right, because they did what he told them not to do. Like, don't. Don't freak them out. And yeah. That's the very first thing they do is freak them out. And then they're like, oh, man. And Patrick's like, well, it's too bad that they're old. Yeah, this is one of my favorite lines from the episode. Uh, I just like that. I, It's too bad they're old. It's like yeah. a dumb Patrick, like Patrick-ism, if you will. And then SpongeBob's like, old people are the greatest. They're full of wisdom and experience. The world needs Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. 
And then it's some dude, some old dude in, like, a captain's hat, and he, like, looks at the screen and winks and, yeah. like, points, and it's, like, an actual shot of real people. Yeah, yeah, live-action man. Um, so, yeah, this would be a good time to talk about, like, this whole thing is really crazy because they're, first of all, they're humans, right? And, obviously, they have real superpowers, but somehow them actually saving things is real, Right, so the show that they watch is actually real footage. We're to assume because they do have superpowers, and they do live in the water, which humans can't. And they're just like, they just record them actually fighting crime. Yeah, and then they live there when they're done. You know, they're it's, like they could live above water, but like, why not? <laughs> it's not right. It's not just a TV show. It's real life. Yeah. It's like a documentary series. Yeah, they're not just just actors. Right, then he's like, we're gonna get them back together and says something and there's fireworks in the background. The world needs Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Someone, somewhere is in trouble and I won't rest until Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are out of retirement. Ooh, pretty and, Yeah, uh, and if you notice too, right before that, SpongeBob's kind of like putting his hands on his hips and like pointing up and doing like superhero things. And you can see Patrick like watching him and doing the same thing, like delayed. He's like mimicking him. Yeah. To look like, you know, heroic. That's a funny foreshadowing of a episode that will come up yeah. relatively soon. So then we cut back to the Shady Shoals retirement home cafeteria. cafeteria. And uh, Mermaid Man is leading uh, Barnacle Boy through the line. And we get <laughs> some really good lines here. Of, to the meatloaf! To the broccoli! Make sure you give extra broccoli uh, to my young ward. The boy needs his vitamins. Here you go, son. <laughs> to the table! Away! Careful! Don't run! Hey, Mermaid Man! Uh, here comes the TV repair man! What do you want from us? Hold on. Just let me look at you. Stay alert, Barnacle Boy! He, he's up to something! Will you come? Will you stop calling me boy? Do you remember the time the food supply in Atlantis was running low? So you invented a ray gun that made things grow six times their size to shoot at the kelp gardens? But then, the evil man ray swoops down and swipes the gun away and shoots all the algae. And he gloms onto the undersea dome. And he starts sucking on the glass. What's your point, kid? You guys are the greatest heroes of all time, and I think you should come out of retirement. And we get the... He talks about Man Ray, whatever. Uh, he starts sucking on the glass. And he, he says something. He's like, Barnacle... And he goes, would you, would you stop calling me boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah Barnacle boy. I too. mean, and he is. I mean, he's in the retirement home, too. He's an old man. I mean, it's kind of like a... You wouldn't want to be called boy when you were, you know, <laughs> like 60 plus years old. Um, but the other guy calls him it, too, you know? Well, that is like his... He, and then he tells Mermaid Man, would you stop calling me boy? Because, like, the the dude ribbed him for it. And, yeah, I mean, that line... Um, I, I love SpongeBob comes in and uh, Mermaid Man goes, here comes the TV repairman. Yeah. Which is just hilarious in and of itself. 
And uh, Barnacle Boy, what do you want from us? Hold on. Just let me look at you. It's like, that's classic, you know? It's so good. And um, then, like, the whole Man Ray thing, right? That's where we first hear about Man that Ray, is, but we don't yeah. see him. Yeah, yeah. I love the Man Ray episode. Yeah, that's... I've I, got little checkbooks with poodles on them. It's so funny. Man, the Man Ray the episode boxes. Oh, man, I is awesome. Wait. Yeah, that one's going to be great. Uh, so... Uh, right. So, yeah, to iterate on the clip, uh, you know, it's funny because they always do to the boatmobile, to the bat cave, but it's like to the meatloaf. Yeah. And he's like taking him to the food and he's even like, slow down. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Mermaid Man starts to go on this crazy rant. Listen up, you villains. I want to eat my meatloaf. If you don't get out of here. And by the power invested in me, I now pronounce you man and wife. What is going on in here? You may kiss the bride. Then the guy throws SpongeBob out of the retirement home so much that he, like, rolls like a carpet. Right. All the way back to his house that Patrick's at. Yep. And he's like, did you reunite our heroes? And SpongeBob's, like, still on the ground with his head touching his pineapple and he's like no but i'm married <laughs> classic I, because oh, man. mermaid man apparently <laughs> married him and that guy yeah right <laughs> yeah it's a it's a there's a lot of really funny lines in this episode uh like seriously it's, yeah like it, this it's gonna one, be a lot of clips this like, one the very next scene is what is my most memorable one of the episode i think where they're Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are in rocking chairs. Yeah. And then he goes... Up, up, and away. And then, uh, that you know, SpongeBob and Patrick have a plan on how to get them back in action. And uh, we see SpongeBob dressed up as a woman with a dress and a purple. hat on. All purple. He's even got lipstick on, and he's got this, like, Southern Belle accent of... My purse is so big and heavy. Oh, my. <laughs> and then Patrick dressed up as a burglar. Uh, <laughs> like a really old school burglar. Yeah. He has like goggles on, too, or something. The striped shirt, and he's got like that. that bur- I, th- I mean, it's their interpretation of like a burglar mask. Like yeah. there's that black bandana with holes cut in so it. So we could say this is the first time in the series that we see a striped sweater. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> But it does not have a turtleneck, so it's not quite the best one. Um, correct. And we get SpongeBob, help, help. <laughs> and uh, Patrick is like behind the building going, like, it's working. <laughs> so giddy. And then, so what Barnacle Boy decides to do at these people, get this lady getting robbed, is he's just like, would you pipe down? And he... He, like, actually speaks with such velocity that it knocks some of SpongeBob's lady clothes off. Yeah, right. His clothes, like, come, like, ripping off. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, you're going to wake Mermaid Man. Right. You know, he needs his sleep. And we get a beautiful shot of Mermaid <laughs> Man staring into the distance because and, apparently he sleeps with his eyes open. Yeah, SpongeBob just appears next to him. Ever alert, Mermaid Man has trained himself to sleep with his eyes open. Confounded! Get away from him! Stop shouting out nothing! It's not me! 
old coot. Yes, that's me. I'm over here. It's not me, old coot. And then like three other uh, retirement <laughs> home uh, patrons, patrons, if you will, are like, oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. It's just a funny gag. Like, yeah. it's so silly. So, like, are you guys ready to uh, get back yet? We've even painted the invisible boat mobile for you. Which is a playoff of Wonder Woman's yes. invisible jet, right? Yeah. But they they've painted most of it black. Yeah. It's so funny. And you can see the profile of it. Um And they're just like, What does it supposed to be invisible? Barnacle Boys, yeah, I mean he's not able to contain his anger any longer. He's getting really upset at these T V repairmen. He decides to tell Mermaid Man that Time to come out of retirement. There's evil afoot. Where is it? There it's it is. Right he points at SpongeBob and Patrick. And Patrick has the dumbest look on his face with his tongue sticking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is uh, where I think my personal favorite line of the episode. You know what this means? Donuts. Yeah. It's so it. funny because he wasn't there, obviously. It's and like it a, has nothing to do with donuts unless you knew what happened earlier. Right. It's a callback to earlier in the episode, but it's just like that's how far gone Mermaid Man is that he sees his rings and and thinks, oh, donuts. Awesome. And, and they're like, we got to come out of retirement. And they go to get their rings together and they like keep missing. It's like. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And then they finally get it like the music plays to it. It's really good. And then he's like. They're just touching, and he's like, "Say the, say the oath." Yep. And, and then we get Mermaid Man, the the most uh, out of nowhere, and it even surprises Barnacle Boy, the voice that comes out of Mermaid Man. Yeah, and he just kind of looks like he's being possessed, almost. He's right. like something came gives... over him, and now say the oath, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy unite. So then they're like, all right, what are we going to do? And uh, he throws a water ball yeah. at SpongeBob and Patrick. And they're like, ooh, water ball. They're it, like so excited. It hits Patrick, or it hits SpongeBob in the face. And uh, he's just like giddy about it. And, and then Barnacle Boy gives another great line, right? Mumbling mores. Like the moray eel. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he's like. He absorbed it like some kind of sponge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then uh, dog paddle away. And they start doggy paddling around them. And they're like, oh boy, it's the raging whirlpool, which we saw earlier in the episode. Yep. And then they're just like going around like they're on the teacups at Disney. And they're yeah. like, yeah, again, again. Mermaid like, Man is like, those fiends, they're actually enjoying it. Like, well, there's only one thing we can do. Sea creatures unite. Yep. And, and then uh, that summons all of the people from the retirement home out yeah. of their uh, chambers. And Mermaid Man, or Barnacle Boy gives a, one of my favorite lines, too. Hmm. The creatures of the deep seem to have lost some of their luster. Sea creatures attack! Pinch me. I must be dreaming. He's so excited. Yeah. Uh, it's a good... It's a good line. Yeah, and, so the uh, sea creatures get together, and they, like, just pick them up and throw them, essentially. And they love it the whole time. Yeah. Because they're like, we got the dudes back together, you know? We get, did a good thing. But they get tossed, like, uh, presumably all the way back to their house. Yeah. and Because, uh, they, you know, obviously the seniors knew where they lived, so they did them a favor, threw them back to the house. I did 
Oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> we did it, you old coot. Who are you? And after this, uh, we see the the boys, Sponge and Pat, back at SpongeBob's house watching television yet again. And uh, apparently there has been some new episodes recorded of the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy documentary series, if you will. Right. And they're, uh, the new show is of them current as being old people. It's like them playing checkers. You know, every time they leap, it's doing the big, like, wham type. Pow. Yeah. Clack. You know, and then he does it again, and it goes, king me. Yeah. And then uh, the aquaphone, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, it's the aquaphone. The bat phone, if you will. Yeah. Mermaid Man picks it up. Hello? And you can hear that. He's like, hello? Yeah. Hello? And he just hangs up. He's like, oh, the phone must be broken. And then he sits. And we get the big sit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, uh, remind me to get that fixed. And Barnacle Boy says, remind you of what? And <laughs> Mermaid Man goes, remind me of what? And then Will it, our heroes ever get their phone fixed? Tune in next week and find out. Wow. That was even. And SpongeBob thinks that these new yeah. episodes are even better than the original show when they were young and. Yeah, and actually saving people from crime. And then SpongeBob point, you know, they're like, we did it. We got them back. And SpongeBob, like, points and winks, and it goes, wink. And that's it for Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. That was long. That was just so much goodness in such a small time. There's a lot to talk about there, right. And there is in this one, too. Yeah, yeah, I think these episodes are just getting better and better, and then therefore there's more to talk about, so... Yeah, sorry if it's long. We just don't want you guys to miss out on some of the classic the essential things that make this episode good. Although, I do hope that listening to this podcast inspires you to just watch the show again yourself, because... Or for the first time. Or for the first time, right. If there are people like who haven't watched it, it's like, dude, just watch it. I mean, you're not going to enjoy it as much as you probably would have when you were young, but who's to say? Yeah, not we're me. S- we're still enjoying the hell out of it. I'm so excited for like the later seasons, too, because it's been so long since I've watched those. But um, all right, moving right on to episode 6B. Pickles. We've got... A storyboard director in Steve Fonte, storyboard artists Chris Mitchell and Jay Lender. This episode was written by Steve Fonte, Chris Mitchell, and Peter Burns. Which is a side effect of STDs. You know, you're Peter Burns. Animation, Tom Yasumi. Animation director was Tom Yasumi. Creative director was Derek Drymon, as per usual. The driest Jamaican in all of the land. Indeedy dandy. Radio. We are on to pickles. So it so. starts with Squidward taking somebody's order at the Krusty Krab. He's like so unenthusiastic. Can I take your order? And the guy's like, hmm. Uh, hmm. He's, yeah, yeah. Every time he, he's like, ah, he's like about to say something. And Squidward like picks up his pen and paper, and or the pencil and paper. And then he's like, no, no, no. And he just puts it down. And he's so like, God. Yeah, this uh, this fish is uh, named Clay. Not that it's worth noting, really. But I think it's funny because all of these background characters have actually, they have reoccurring appearances and they have names. It's yeah. kind of weird. So the guy, you know, he's trying to order and Squidward's like, 
would you like to order sometime today? And the guy's like, okay, you know, I know what I want, essentially. And I'll, I'll have a Krabby Patty. And Squidward's like... How original. Yeah, how original. All that time for a Krabby Patty. Oh, before this, though, we do see the menu. I wrote down the menu. It says Galley Grub on the top. Right. And then we have Krabby Patty, spelled with an I-E instead of a Y. Uh, $2, right? The Krusty Combo is three ninety nine. Which I assume is the Krabby Patty with one of the sides, which isn't actually a deal. It's not a combo deal. You save one cent. Oh, no, not even. Anyways, we got the Krusty Deluxe, <laughs> $3. I don't know. Maybe it has extra something. And uh, the Krusty Combo is $3.99. So it's funny that it's $2 even, $3.99 for the combo, $3 for the Deluxe, and then the sides are... Seaweed salad for a dollar fifty, and coral bits for a dollar ninety-five. So if that's their whole menu, then the combo should be like you'd assume a Krabby Patty and coral bits, which is a total of three ninety-five, and the combo is three ninety-nine. So who knows? It's a mystery. In- interesting. I highly doubt the people who drew this menu thought that deeply into it although it does reference the right price when he gets his refund later well i guess you could say that but it's kind of a questionable price later on um but yeah so it's worth noting though that uh seaweed salad is on the menu later when pearl takes over uh management of the crusty crab or what have you the cuddly crab yep uh, SpongeBob doesn't, he's never heard of a salad. Um, right, which, which is, is, it must mean that nobody's ever really ordered it here. Right, you know? right. Why would you when it's pretty much the same price as a Krabby Patty? I also thought it was funny that Coral Bits were on there when just in the past uh, episode, Pizza Delivery, we see Squidward eating raw coral and it's like considered disgusting. But I guess it's like glass. May- Maybe when it's cooked, it's better. I I don't know. It's kind of a funny thing, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is funny. Um, But, yeah, the guy says Krabby Patty, how original, and extra onions. And Squidward's like, oh, daring. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get SpongeBob with his diner lingo. One Krabby Patty, extra onions. One crying Johnny coming up. And then... He explains how the sandwich is assembled. Yeah, I think it's different than what they said in the Plankton episode because he does say it differently twice in this one. Well, but he does say the order is bun, patty, ketchup, mustard, pickles, onion, lettuce, cheese, tomato, bun. Shortskis? So that's the order of the Krabby Patty. And he's like, here you go. And then immediately there's another order for, I need 12 Krabby Patties on wheat. And he like, I I like this little scene because he just pulls out the plate. One dozen crying cows on the farm. Yeah, why is it crying? I thought that was like a symbol for extra onions. Well, crying. Because I wrote down crying. That's why I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it makes sense that crying Johnny meant extra onions because when you cut onions, it makes you cry. This is that guy, right? He has 12 Krabby Patties. And then still, he's like, this, I think they just threw this in to add more to Squidward's character. Because the guy's like, uh, could I get some extra salt? And it's like, why would a burger come with salt in the first place? That's all you ordered was 12 burgers. So yeah, he wants extra salt. 
It's like, do you have any extra salt? And Squidward's like, sorry, we're all out. Like, uh, well, could you check? And he's just like, no. And I'm just going to put it out there. This fish is named John. Yeah, he's a cool little guy. I'm sure he comes back in later episodes, so worth noting. And then, uh... Then this large behemoth of a man walks up to the counter. Bubble Bass. Yeah, he's like, what What can I get you, Tiny? Uh, I'm <laughs> a small salad. Yeah. Which is funny, too, because the menu didn't actually say that they offer small and large, but... Yeah, yeah, just, uh... Just, uh... Squidward really laying the sarcasm on thick yeah. right there. He just, like, hates the customers and his job in life. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's not what he orders. In fact, he orders a... I'll take a double, triple bossy deluxe on a raft. Four by four animal style. Extra shingles with a shimmy and a squeeze. Light axle grease, make it cry. Burn it and let it swim. Dub- double, triple bossy deluxe on a raft. Four by four animal style. Extra shingles with a shimmy and a squeeze. Light axle grease, make it cry, burn it, and let it swim. And it's funny because he, like, he speaks diner lingo, obviously. Yeah. And SpongeBob does, too. Right. But Squidward doesn't because he's like, oh, we serve food here. But SpongeBob's <laughs> like, oh, don't worry, I already got it. Yeah, he's already made it real quick. And then he's like, <gasps> gasp, bubble bass. And then bubble bass looks at him. Throws Squidward off screen, and he's like, square pants. <laughs> and they like they just keep looking at each other. I hear talk you make a mean Krabby Patty. He has the weirdest fucking voice. Like, yeah. Who did the, I didn't look up who did the voice for this guy, but it's such a weird voice. He's like, like what I'd imagine, like, the most uh, stereotypical big fat dungeon master would sound like. You know, that's what he reminds me of. Because he does have a tank top and there's like hair on his belly showing. He's got a gross like unkempt happy trail. Yeah, and he's got got shorts, right? He's got glasses. He's just a big old... He's got multiple chins. Yeah, he's basically like a big nerd. Uh, Nothing against nerds or people who play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, but I'm a DM. I don't look like that. Yeah. I think. Debatable. Um, so then <laughs> uh then he's like, Yeah, I hear you're kinda picky. Yep. <laughs> and then we get some real close shots and then he's like, Well, here you go. Yeah, SpongeBob in his uh, you know, infinite innocence and uh whatever is just like oh okay then here you go after they talk Enjoy. to each other like they're at like right. a showdown in the wild west right right yeah then he's like he sits down and he eats and he's like hmm and it's great because uh the extras you know the people yeah. the extra fish all just they know that this is a big deal and they yeah. they should gather around and he's, watch he's like a food critic right essentially but, but not there is actually a food critic episode but yeah this guy's like a... Well, that's the health inspector. No, there's a food critic one. Oh, really? You don't remember? I can't remember. It, it is kind of, of late, but yeah. hopefully we'll get to it yeah. sometime. This is pretty good. Only one thing. You forgot the pickles! <gasps> the best there is? I don't think so. You lose. <laughs> Should be right where they always are. I know I put them on. 
Where are those pickles? Pickles, pickles, pickles. He's like, you're the best? I don't think so. <laughs> That's like kind of his laugh. It's pretty, like, pretty good impression. I'll, it's like I'll a horse whinny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and this just sets something off in Squidward's or in Spongebob's head. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, reading. That. He like pulls some wires loose, so to yeah, speak. But first, before that, right, he he goes to Squidward again and throws him off screen for the second time because he's standing by Mr. Krabs and he's like, I believe you owe me two bucks. Two bucks? Your guarantee. And we see the menu again, and very, 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 very tiny, it says, just money back guarantee. Yeah, um, real quick, too, right before this, we see Spongebob start to dismantle the patty on the ground, and he starts throwing the pieces of it all over the restaurant, which is just kind of like... He's like, I know it was here. I definitely put him here. Right, that's where you see, it's like he's losing his mind, like he's just throwing food all over the place on the, uh, the sales floor. Yeah, so he's like... Oh, uh, that guarantee. Well, he pulls out one bill to pay for the $2, so I guess a $2 bill. Yeah. And he's like, uh, instead, could I interest you in some restroom tokens? <sighs> Meaning he sells tokens to allow people to use the restrooms. Yeah, so we really get that 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 uh, extreme, like, ultra-specific exposition of letting us know that Mr. Krabs is so cheap that the restrooms even cost money yeah. to use. And he's like, well, how about I get you a glass of water? Uh, afraid not. He's like, a, do- a dozen glasses of water. I'll even put ice in them. Yeah, like that's like sweetening the deal. Yeah, which we'll find out. They don't have a lot of ice. No, and um, he's so upset about losing $2, which is funny because... He's the, crying. The thing that Bubble Bass orders is not a typical Krabby Patty, but we know... a. A regular Krabby Patty costs $2. Yeah, even a deluxe costs 3 This seems like way better than a boo, deluxe. Boo, boo you, continuity error. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then uh, then he's like, he Krabs goes to SpongeBob and he's like, that $2 is coming out of your paycheck. And he's like dragging him to the kitchen. Yeah. And he's scraping his nails on the wood. Like, right. no, no, no. And he just throws him in. Because he truly can't believe that he forgot the pickles. Like, yeah. he... It, it, blows his mind that he forgot the pickles. So he's like, uh, get back in there and make a Krabby Patty. (laughs) He's like, all right. Yeah, Squidward says he needs a Krabby Patty for a customer. Yeah, so he's like, okay, I can do this. Uh, And he's like... I'm not going to blow it this time. Bung down. Ketchup, mustard, pickles. And it's funny, during this thing, all he does is use ketchup and mustard. Yeah, he he doesn't... He even says other things, and he never puts a patty on. Yeah, he's only ever squirting ketchup and mustard all over the place. He squirts it all over his hands and whatever. And then eventually he does bun down, shoe, mustard, pan, bun. No. Yeah, (laughs) I wrote it down because it's my favorite one, right? He goes, it's a, he literally makes a sandwich with bun, mustard, bun. And he's like, wait, where does the patty go? And And then then he, he and then he puts his hand on it. And then he squirts ketchup on his hand. Yep. And then he puts the shoe and he puts it all in a pan. Yeah. It's just so funny. He really is messed up. Yeah. Uh, he's totally lost it. So yeah. So Mr. Krabs, Krabs decides uh, that SpongeBob should take the rest of the day off. And SpongeBob is reluctant at first, but Mr. Krabs is like, oh, no, Squidward can do it. And uh, like, huh? Squidward is like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And SpongeBob is like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go home. Get my head straight. 
And then he keeps walking to the front, and he's like, wait, Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs, the front door's missing. It's missing. He's, like, freaking out. And then Mr. Krabs is to the side opening the door, and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, thanks. So, yeah, we really, it's like, he's totally lost it. He can't do anything. So he, like, walks outside, and then he walks back in, and he's like, uh, which way is my house again? Yeah. And he points to the left, because that's where it should be. Audience left, yep. Yep. Which theoretically would put him to audience left of the gang's houses. Um, yeah. And uh, SpongeBob goes home uh, and he is sitting in his easy chair and he's writing down uh, notes trying to figure out what the order uh, is for assembling a patty. Yeah, so he's like... Just writing everything down, he's like, and he's throwing off the papers that are wrong. He's like, no, no shoe. There's papers. That's one thing yeah, he says. That's a really good line when he goes, no shoe. Yeah, uh, he's, but, he's uh, still trying to throw the shoe in. Yeah, right. It's like totally ridiculous. But there's papers all over the floor, so he's been doing this for a while. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, oh, I, I just can't get it. I'm, you know, I need to go to bed. I am so confused. And then it's uh, n- 9 o'clock. As we see from the uh, the alarm. And he's like, wait, what was the order of this again? And he's like, is it mattress, SpongeBob, sheets, pillow? He's like trying to get it in order. And he goes, oh, no, I remember. It was mattress, SpongeBob, mattress, sheets, pillow. That's like the order. He's like, of course, I remember it. Yeah, I sleep underneath one of my mattresses. Yeah, so he's got three mattresses. I guess the bottom is the box spring. So he has like the spring... Mattress and then him tucked in there, mattress on top, and then a sheet pillow. Yeah. And then Gary meows and he's yeah. like, No, wait, this isn't right. So uh he can't get it right and the clock starts spinning. It starts at nine PM, so he's going to bed at nine o'clock and then his alarm rings. You don't see exactly what time it is when his alarm goes off, but it's either seven or eight o'clock yeah. based on where it ends it up. It definitely passes six. And then For he's sure. like, it, you just see his eyes under the bed, and he's like, oh, man, I almost had it. So he spends 12 hours. Almost, uh, almost yeah, roughly 12 hours. Uh, like, all you know, trying to figure this out. He can't do it. So, just how uh, to go to sleep. Yep, and... Uh, Even though we've seen him sleep on the ground covered in sand before. And he can't figure out how to turn his alarm off, so he stuffs... What I mean, what else would you do but stuff your own... Uh, your your pet, your pride and joy yeah. into your alarm to he's shut just it like, up. Oh yeah, this is what I always do. And he's got five o'clock shadow at this point. Oh too. yeah, he's so like stressed out that he's grown five o'clock shadow yeah. overnight. And yeah. he hasn't shaved. So he stuffs him in and then we go back to the Krusty Krab and you see Squidward cooking and there's just fire and he like has an extinguisher. Black smoke and yeah, yeah. and he extinguishes it and he's like uh, Krabby patties are done, you know, the meat's done, and Mr. Krabs looks at it, and it's just all burnt. Yeah, it's, it's just, just black. burnt crap, uh, basically, and then we see the customers. Pa- patrons actually out there um, with, you know, with this black, burnt, charred mess on their plates. Hey, he burnt my Krabby patty. He burnt my fries. <laughs> He burnt my shake. He burnt my shake might be up there for line of the episode yeah, for me. For sure. And then they all like start leaving. Yeah, they're all mumbling and grumbling and they're upset with the uh with the performance of the cook, the new cook, Squidward. 
Um, which is... leads us back to a question we've asked before. How the hell did they get by before SpongeBob joined? Yeah, like, Krabs would have had to be cooking. I, I would which think Which then, so. like, I don't know, it seems weird to buy somebody, like, to get an employee to do the cashiering and not the cooking. Right, he only takes orders and cashiers. But I guess I've personally never worked in a restaurant, but I guess in some restaurants that is how it works, you know? I wonder if they were friends before, though. Like, you know, you think Squidward was just like, I saw you at a cashier thing. Yeah. I want to work. Nice to meet you. I just don't see it. Yeah, it's interesting to wonder how Squidward and Krabs came to know each other or if the the relationship is strictly professional. But in Help Wanted, we see that they are kind of buddy-buddy. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Way more gutty-gutty than buddy-buddy. Yeah. It's a Drake line. Sure. I wouldn't know. Um, so then Krabs like, I got to go get SpongeBob back and he goes to his house and there's a toaster tied and nailed to the door. Yeah. Yeah. Like a wreath or something. Yeah. When he first gets there. So he's like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then he, he walks in and it's like the regular SpongeBob music. And then it kind of like, it's playing backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely some, uh, weird, like loopy backwards, uh, version of it. Yeah. And it uh, looks like everything's thrown around the living room. Yeah. He is went nuts. He can't figure anything out and he's like tipping his chair over and pulling the, uh, fish lure off the wall. Yeah. So then he's got a, on his TV, he has a sock and shoe on one of the antennas. And then on the other one, he's got just a sausage going through it. But there's eggs and toast nailed to the wall. And then SpongeBob comes in. He's facing backwards with underwear over his head with his nose sticking out of the underwear, right? Yeah. Which is kind of like a a sexual thing, you know, when you actually look at it. Because his nose is like, if it was upside down, it would look like a regular dude's hang down in tidy whities Sure. Like... It, it's kind of a funny thing. I don't think that was thought about when they animated that, but... I, I felt like I've talked to someone about it, and they talked about it being secretly, like, adult. It could be. You know, be. when an adult sees it, and they're like, ooh, like, kids it's don't know this. That's a wiener thing. joke. Yeah. But then he, like, spins him around and takes it off his head, and he's like... Do you how do? Yeah, <laughs> do fun. you how do? Mr. Krabs, hello. Do you how do? Why are you talking funny, man? I anything can't do right since because pickles. Nonsense. You'll be back making Krabby Patties like your old self in no time. I think don't ready back to go to work, Mr. Krabs. You're fine, me boy. Ooh. Uh, Well, maybe not. And then Krabs is like, oh, no, you're fine. Right. It's like, you're great, you know? And then he's like walking away. And then he walks through the door, and he's yeah. like, oh, uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, Krabs maybe, realizes maybe how bad the situation is when he sees him walk right through the door without yeah. opening it. He's like, you're fine. Oh, maybe not. And then he wa- he follows him, and SpongeBob went into the kitchen so he could start <laughs> nailing bread to the counter now. He's, like, hitting it with a hammer and nail. We get a little bit more uh, in-depth look at the greediness of Krabs when he says... You need to get your confidence back so we can make more money. I, I mean, I mean, patties. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, but how will I remember that? How, I how do that? Yeah. And he's like, uh, it's like riding a bike. You know, you never forget. And we and see SpongeBob on his stove is uh, got a boiling pot with 
his bicycle in it. A regular bicycle. A, not yeah, yeah it had, with a tire. With not wheels, with, right. Yeah, not with like the spinning like uh Pedal, pedals, like yeah. a like a paddle boat. Uh yeah. paddles. Uh yeah, that's funny. It's a regular like human bike. Yeah. Somebody must have thrown it in the water. And then uh true that. Then he's like, Well, I'm gonna teach you and then they sit down and he's like all karate style. He yeah, has like, a, or a like, scroll. Or like yeah, like karate meditation. They're like like crabs has his legs folded, uh crisscross applesauce style because Indian style is impolite to say. Yeah, Native American style, as Josh Mavado used to say oh, during that's right. DDP yoga that's exercises. Right. Awesome. Love Josh. Yeah. Um, so then he like rolls out the scroll of ingredients and you see all the ingredients of the patty laid out and he's like, I can't do it. And he's like, just take your time. Just take your time, you know? And then literally goes through day, like a whole day. Yep. And then he puts his finger up. He's like, he's going to do it. And Krabs is like, oh, he's going to do it. And he's like, no, no, no. Puts it back down. Another day and a half goes by at least. Yeah, and uh, and Krabs looks like he's like been awake for three days. I love the idea that they've literally just sat there looking at each other this whole time for yeah. days. They haven't moved. They're still sitting on the ground. So you have to assume the Krabby Patty has been closed. Krusty Krab. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you have to assume the Krabby Patty has been closed. You said it wrong again. <laughs> okay. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> So you have to assume the Krusty Krab has been closed this whole time because Squidward can't do both. He can't even do one thing. God damn. Um, so it's been closed, you know, and Krabs is so determined. He's like, he knows this is my meal ticket to being a successful restaurant is this guy. I will sit here. Until he does something. Yeah, yeah. And SpongeBob's uh, so broken and stupid. He figures out, SpongeBob realizes that... It's all very clear to me now, Mr. Krabs. It is? Yes! I finally realize that I can't do it! I can't do it, Mr. Krabs! I'm a failure! Don't talk like that! Don't you get it, you crustaceous cheapskate? I can't make a double Krabby Patty with the work. I can't put a patty on a bun with lettuce, cheese, onions, tomatoes, ketchup, mustard, pickles, and top bun together in that order. It's time. Don't you get it, you crustaceous cheapskate? That's a hilarious line, and yeah. I love it. He's uh, like, I can't put a patty on a bun with lettuce, cheese, onion, tomato, ketchup, mustard, pickle, and then top bun in that order. Which he does, like, right in front of him. Yep. But it's funny because he is talking about the Krabby Patty Deluxe, um, which is similar to what Bubble Bass ordered, but well, it's a completely different order than how the Krabby Patty's made. Because yeah. the Krabby Patty is patty, condiments, you know, pickle in the middle, followed by onion, lettuce, cheese, tomato, which seems like a weird order anyways. But in this case, the way that Bubble Bass had it ordered, I'm guessing... It had the lettuce and then cheese, onion, tomato, and then ketchup, mustard on top of the tomato. You like, would what the heck? You would never put the cheese anywhere but directly after the patty. Yeah, because you actually cook it on the patty. Right. Whatever. But then uh, it's then the pickles really strange, are strange though. That the they pickles would are do on that. the top. 
Right. Which will make it easier, maybe, to... For Bubble Bass to hide the pickles. If he, he were to sl- do that. He can slurp them up and, and hide them under his tongue. Oops, yeah. excuse me, spoiler. So then he, like, Krabs is like, you're ready. And it's then, time. Yeah. <laughs> so they walk back into the Krusty Krab. SpongeBob goes in the kitchen and comes out and just takes Squidward out of it. He's There's just, smoke coming out, and Squidward's just covered in char. Yeah, it's a good... Uh, so a, Squidward has been in there for days, I guess. Just by himself. Yeah. Running the whole place. <laughs> yeah, somehow hasn't set it on fire. Yeah. Which is one of SpongeBob or Squidward's fears about SpongeBob doing in later episodes. But it is a really good visual gag of uh, Squidward being pushed out by SpongeBob and then extinguished with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, and he just kind of accepts it. Yeah, he's just like, okay, yep. <laughs> and then I love this fish. He's so wholesome. This little fish walks by and he, like, through the window, he's like, hey, SpongeBob's back. SpongeBob! He's got these big, like, fat eyeballs yeah. that really just make him, like, a cute, endearing character. And he's so nice. Oh, hey, look, SpongeBob's back. Yeah, so then, like, Bubble Bass so, comes in, too. Well, yeah, the crowd. The, cr- the crowd comes, and Bubble Bass, and, you know, word travels fast, and Bubble Bass hears that SquarePants is back in town. So Bubble Bass shows up, and... And then to show how tough they are, right, he, like, first Bubble Bass spits to the side... And then SpongeBob like blows a little bubble. Yeah. I'm right here, Bubble Bass. I thought I ran you out of town. This is where I belong. Rar. That rar is one of my favorite things in the whole episode for sure and it's classic and i laughed really loud when we just watched this yeah because he looks so like confident too and it's just rawr like it like a young emo kid would say like r-a-w-r yeah yeah and uh and the people uh, react to it like oh my gosh he's (laughs) so intimidating yeah right and uh and there's these really cool close-up paintings of them yeah yeah and it's worth noting this is definitely uh a reference to spaghetti westerns the uh film uh movement that took place I think in the 70s, I'm a film major, I should know, but it's been a while since I've been into the film studies and all that. But Spaghetti Westerns, of course, uh, refer to uh, a series of films that were made by Italian directors that were set in the Old West. And this is a Clint Eastwood style stare down, a la The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Yeah, and then uh, it's like close up on like some of the audience and SpongeBob and bubble bass. And then it goes to Squidward and he's like checking himself out in the mirror. Then like SpongeBob goes in and he makes the, he makes the burger. Yep. And then we get more close ups of people. We see Mr. Krabs just drenching in sweat. <laughs> and then we see Squidward again. He's like also checking himself out again. He's looking then, at himself in a hand mirror, like making a kissy face. Yeah, like, but then he's like, "Oh, I forgot I'm on a television show." Yeah, right. And he like puts it behind him and makes like a mad face. <laughs> and then, uh, then Bubble Bass takes another bite, you know, of this new patty. Yeah, SpongeBob is totally confident too. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's good, but uh, still no pickles." See, and then he like puts his tongue out, and there's like a bunch of meat on it and all stuff. All the gross, uh, chewed up 
crap. And even everybody's like, ew, in the crowd and Because it's nasty. I always yeah. hated when kids would do that growing up. Like, oh, look at the food in my mouth. It's like, yeah. no, fuck off. <laughs> He's like, nice try, SpongeBob loser pants. <laughs> and he starts laughing again. And his tongue is just going wild. Yeah. And SpongeBob is like, we get a close-up of the tongue. Yeah. And we he's, well, he's like, wait a minute. And he grabs his tongue. Right out right? of his and mouth. He, and he lifts it up. And he's like, oh, he's had the pickles under his tongue the whole time. And there's the pickles from the last time. As Crab says. And yeah. then the pink fish in the bikini goes, and there's my car keys, which we can't see, but she can see him. The, yeah. Her car keys are somewhere under... His tongue. And Bubba Bass realizes that the jig is up. Also, they don't have cars. They have boats. Mm. But her keys are under there. Fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. And actually. Bubble Bass goes, and there's my ride. Yep. He realizes uh, the jig is up. Yeah, as he's, he's surrounded. Gotta get out of there. Everybody surrounds him like they're going to beat him up. And he just runs his fat ass out there. Yeah, he gets out. With pickles and car keys under his tongue still. Yeah. You know? And then... Uh, then they're like, oh, well, you know, that guy sucked. Let's hear it for SpongeBob. We get another three cheers gag, yeah, right? Which we found out that Mr. Krabs loves doing the three cheers for whoever when they do something yeah. good. Because so, he does it in Help Wanted, and here we have it again. So this is number two. I know of at least another time he does. So we'll, we'll maybe keep track somewhat. Yep. Um, Everyone so says, hooray. Three cheers hooray. for SpongeBob. Squidward goes, whoop-de-doo. Yeah, SpongeBob's such a good, you know, friend and co-worker. He's like, and how about three cheers for the fry cook who took over while I was gone? Hip-hip! And Squidward, too, before that, though. He's like, he gets a little smile on his face. He's like, good, I'm finally being recognized. Yeah, for my hard work. Which, honestly, I mean, good on Squidward for sticking around and, and doing it while SpongeBob he's, was gone. But he's also just a shitty fry cook, too. But he's yeah, like, he's not good, good I, you know, I deserve this. And then he's, uh, you know, hip hip. Boo. Everybody's booing and Squidward instantly gets sad again. Yeah. It's like hip hip. Boo. We get three hip hip boos and then we go for another. Cause hip hip. It, he did only ask for three cheers, but... Right. SpongeBob goes for the fourth cheer. Yeah. And we get hip hip. Boo! You stink! To me, I would say up to this point, that is the most memorable closing line. Um, yeah. They're all actually pretty memorable, like the Ah, my inking tentacles. There's always yeah. a good closing line in SpongeBob. Yeah, but this one really, uh, I just really remember this one a lot and really think it's good and yeah, I'd, love it. I try to always say the last line in these because I think it's always really Well, it always memorable. ends on a joke. Yeah, So it, it should. makes sense. Um, yeah. So that does it for episode 6B, Pickles. Yeah, and a long one. That does it for episode 6 of the Striped Sweater Podcast. I gave that episode, I think, probably 300 squeaky pickles. I would give it... Uh, Six and a half boiled bicycles. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of tires. Uh, sorry it took so long, but I hope that it was enjoyable at least because there was a lot that went on. Yeah, um, this is probably going to be our longest episode to date. But I think uh, as we get into these, as these episodes get better and better and more nostalgic and memorable for us, we are going to start rambling a bit longer. Hopefully you don't mind. 
And if you do, hey, feel free to leave a review and tell us we're dumb idiots. I don't care. Just enjoy the ride. Um, so we will be back next week with episode seven, which will include Home Monitor and Jellyfish Jam. Oh, I've been waiting for that one for a long yeah, time. Yeah, you you've been it. excited for Jellyfish Jam, and Hall Monitor is a great one, too, as I recall. Wee woo. It's going to be a great time. Um, we hope that you like, share, subscribe, and do all that stuff to our podcast. Leave us a review if you feel so inclined. That would be great. Um, we'd really appreciate it. You can find myself all over the internet. My name, of course, is Alexander Beardsley, but you... On the internet, I go by the moniker Ashton Waganda. That is spelled A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. And uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook and uh, Instagram and stuff. Uh, let me know what you think of the show. What do you say, Zach? Um, Zach Main, Mystified. Uh, up until now, I've been saying my old Twitter handle, which I haven't had for like a long time. I'm not Manchester underscore Zach. Because you're dumb. I used to be Best Buy underscore Zach. And then Microsoft underscore Zach. And then Manchester. And now Totally Rad underscore Zach. So that's where you can find me. Yeah, just look for me places. So I don't like to be too specific. Just If you're actually looking, you'll find me. Right, exactly. Um, probably nobody is really looking up. Although I did recently just get a few random like Instagram followers that don't seem to be from anywhere, but maybe listening. I don't know. Yeah. And as of this episode, we've released three of them and we've hit over a hundred views, which is great. So thank you guys yeah. for listening. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks guys. Seriously. A lot more people are listening to this than I would have thought. Um, yeah. And, and on all sorts of different platforms. And hopefully, you know, we keep that trend going. Um, it is our goal to be the SpongeBob podcast the go-to guys when you want to hear people talk about SpongeBob. So we thank those of you who are with us from the very beginning, and hopefully this thing just grows and expands and becomes something great because it feels that way, and we're having so much fun doing it. So just thank you again. What do you say, Zach? Uh, what would you do if there was a drunken sailor uh, in your quarters early in the morning? If there was a drunken sailor in my quarters early in the morning... That's what I said. I would uh, chuck him in the longboat till he's sober. Maybe put him in the longboat and make him bail her. What about shave his belly with a rusty razor? I would consider it. I Depen mean, Bubble Bass could yeah. have used a shave. Oh, for sure. And rusty razors are his thing. So long. This is goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>